0: getting nosy for the sake of entertainment. Here's another episode of Steve Nagel Mind Your Business, a Rock102.com exclusive.
1: Hey there, kids. Welcome back to another episode of Nagel Mind Your Business, an exclusive podcast here at Rock102.com, where we get into the minds and the stories of the local business owners throughout Western Massachusetts. This week, I sat down with Kevin Perrier. Now, Kevin is one of the guys behind Budzy. That is a cannabis delivery service. That's right. You can get cannabis delivered right to your door, and he tells you all about it. Matter of fact, I actually ordered uh, this after this interview the other day when I when I recorded it, and uh, it works great. It was awesome. I had uh, cannabis at my door in less than two hours. Where else are you going to get service like that? Kevin Perrier will tell you all about it here on another episode of Nagel Mind Your Business, the exclusive podcast here at rock102.com. Kevin Perrier in the studio with us, uh, proprietor, CEO, what, what do we call you? Uh, um,
0: I guess technically CEO, but I'm just one of the partners here. CEO, <laughs> one, of the, <laughs>
1: one of the partners, but uh, the a
0: very important partner in
1: Bud Z. Tell us m- about what Bud Z does. What, 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 is, uh, what is the goal of, uh, of Bud Z to do?
0: Sure. Um, well, Bud Z's was the first, now one of two, um, what the state refers to as a marijuana delivery operator. Originally, it was called a wholesale delivery operator. Uh, wholesale delivery—I think that got some people confused. Now it's um, it's MDO. Yeah, MDO is, yeah. is kind of what the state refers to it as as you know in, in short. Um, but essentially, it's a marijuana delivery directly to the consumer, home delivery.
1: Okay, so let's talk about a little bit about uh, the marijuana industry uh, a little bit. The, there's a whole lot of rules and red tape that go along with this Cannabis Control Commission. There's a, a lot of uh, things put in place that you're not allowed to, like certain dispensaries are allowed to, to deliver for their own customers, but then they can't deliver product for other uh, other dispensaries. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do that if there's competition. But how have you guys, are you, ma- are you guys growing your own product and, and distributing this? Or how is this happening? Are you getting it from other dispensaries? How, do, how does this whole thing work?
0: Well, the main structure and mass right now is uh, you have your cultivators who can also be what's known as vertically integrated that mm-hmm. will also have their own dispensaries. You have a manufacturing piece that's actually um, making vapes and edibles and, and drinks and things like that. Then you have the dispensary side, which is obviously selling direct to consumer. Um, and in that dispensary side, it's separated between recreational, which is known as you know anyone 21 or over right. can go in there. And then you have the med side. Which you need.
1: I'm the um, med guy. I have the med card. Oh, there card. you go. Yeah. So, I got the
0: passport. Right. So yeah. no, no taxes right, for you. Right, and, right, um, right. You know, so there's that component. Um, currently on the delivery piece, there's, there's really two options out there prior to the MDO was medical was delivering um, to their patients. Right. And you had what came on, geez, I don't know, it was probably a couple of years ago now, the courier model. So the courier model, you know, we kind of refer to it as the DoorDash or an Uber Eats or something along those lines where a Doobie Eats. That's there what you, you go. do. Yes, yeah. that's a good name. Yeah. I don't think the state would allow that one. A but DoorHash. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Can we do that? Perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, Budsy's a great name. I'm just saying. We could uh, pump it up yeah, a little. Yeah, we should bit. have consulted. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, always consult the stoner before yeah. you go ahead and Einstein's do anything 2020.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that that courier model you know, I think it has its challenges and did, and the and the state recognized that because um, with the regs you have to have two drivers in the car, and that's both for courier and our MDO mm-hmm. uh, license type things like that. So it wasn't clear where how monetarily it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're simply the middleman, so you're you're picking that up from a dispensary and bringing it to the consumer. Where, you know, how that's paid for was really kind of uh, I don't know that that was all thought through all that well
1: well because Um, because there's so many I mean there's rules about you know where money goes to uh, that that's kind of you're you're riding a line there too because you know you can't take credit cards at a dispensary technically you can't take credit cards at a dispensary you can only use ATM cards or whatever because of the federal regulations that it's not uh, federally uh, regulated yet so you, can't, you can only use cash in a situation like this here in, in the state, right? Isn't that how that works? Um, Am I wrong about You can tell me yeah, if I'm wrong about
0: that. Yes and no. Um, yeah. So cash is, is definitely common. Debit card is extremely common. I right. think on our end we see close to 50-50. However, like uh, my partner and I also own Dreamer in Southampton, the dispensary, or Honey in Northampton, we do take credit cards. You can walk in there with your Amex. Um, so it's a third-party system that we use there. And, um, you know, it's a little bit higher of a fee. You'll pay more like a 6%, and that's paid by the consumer. Mm-hmm. So if they're willing to pay that higher fee, it can run. Uh, it's kind of a, a whole other rabbit hole to go down, but it, it stays off of, say, Amex or the the credit card chain's uh, wires, and it's run more through uh, like a crypto, like a blockchain. You're not okay. actually buying the right. crypto, but, you know, again. So, But, yes, you're correct. I mean, it does, in, in the delivery world, It the payment was – wouldn't say tricky, but the issue was if you're paying, the dispensary wants their full price for the cannabis that they're selling, right? And the consumer doesn't really want to pay much more for delivery. Maybe they're willing to pay a small amount, but even if they pay thirty dollars, you have two people in a car, and I have to go to Dreamer to pick it up and drive it to you in, say, Westfield. W- w- you know, there's a lot of hours. The, the numbers to take don't and take really it, work. Yeah, you're, right. Uh,
1: right. You're 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 causing almost more more of a trip than you need to.
0: Yeah, and so what you were seeing is the only real model that was working for those folks, and, and still to date, is when a dispensary essentially decides to just hire a courier. Mm-hmm. So they just pay them, and they, that comes out of their profit or whatever margins, you know, or something, they, they work out a deal with the courier company. Um, so I think that you're seeing some limited success. Um, there's a few dispensaries out there still doing that. But I think the state quickly realized that it, it wasn't a sustainable model. And that model was meant to be a low barrier of entry for... What they're calling social equity applicants. Um, so, social equity applicant essentially is anybody who was negatively impacted uh, when cannabis was illegal. So, you were, you know, arrested for growing or mm-hmm. you know something like that, had a criminal charge. Now, you can go apply to the state and become a social equity applicant. And so, the delivery arena was meant to
1: let's let's talk about. It. Can we go back and talk <laughs> sure. about that for the, yep. the social equity thing? So, obviously, I understand that. There's disproportionate groups of people out there mm-hmm. who are being uh, pr- prosecuted for for marijuana crimes, having that on their record uh, for their entire lives. And now that this all has been legalized, now you have to go file a paper to get that mark off your record. Is that what you're you're saying that is what needs to be done?
0: Well, I'm not our social equity applicant. So Budsy's mm-hmm. owned by three of us: uh, myself, uh, Vulcan Polatol. Mm-hmm. Um, he also owns like Molinos, and Vulcan and I own Dreamer and Honey and a manufacturing facility. And um, our third partner and our social equity partner is Ezra Parsapak. Ezra is a cannabis consultant. Uh, we've known Ezra for a while. He'd helped us with some of our other dispensaries. So, mm-hmm. Ezra knows that end a little bit more in and out. But essentially, yes, you had to have been, you know, negatively impacted by when cannabis was illegal, which you know my understanding is is again basically an arrest or prosecution for that. Um, how it is removed from your record. That part I don't know, but yes, you you do come no, in. You prove that you were.
1: But but I'm st- I'm still kind of dumbfounded by the fact that you even have to do this. We, we we'll all you know you have to go through a process to do that when, it's legal here in this state.
0: Well, I think what their intention is, and uh, you know you'd have to kind of ask the state. But the the impression that they give and what we get out of that mm-hmm. is it's their way of kind of saying we're sorry. You know, you you were arrested for growing six plants. That affected your life. You could have lost a job. You you know, it it had a negative impact on you. So as our, you know, kind of way to give back and say, we're we're sorry, now it's legal. We can't go back and fix that. But what we can do is give you an avenue to get into this business legally and have maybe a small upper hand against, you know, someone like myself or Vulcan who hadn't been uh, negatively impacted. Right. So... Um, I think that's the intention behind that. Okay, whether right. it, you know, whether it always pans out that way, I'm I'm not sure. Um, because while that does give you a, say, an, an avenue to get these licenses, and and I think it worked out well for for folks like Ezra. It still doesn't lessen the burden of getting into this in terms of financially and things like that. Oh you know, yeah, it's it's, a, it's
1: it's a huge uh, task to take on to in order to open up a dispensary, just a dispensary alone, let alone you know delivery service too.
0: Yeah, after you know after somebody who's opened two dispensaries uh, with my partner Vulcan, um, I can I can honestly say that delivery was far harder. Yeah, it was it was more um, costly. And and much more complicated in a lot of ways, especially being the first.
1: I like the idea of buying cannabis from a guy named Vulcan too. I think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, if you met him, it that's really, a great you know, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a great name to have. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Vulcan. He's yeah, yeah you, He's got the good stuff. You thought a guy there. delivering cannabis to you, so, be Vulcan? So,
1: so Budzy, let's talk more about uh, how the operation works. I go on your website, or is that how it works? I go on and make an order uh, for all the things that you have to offer there.
0: Yeah. So, Budzy, you know, again a. Just to circle back a bit, I mean, Budsy, yeah. the, the difference is really um, we're direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. So, where the, the current courier was picking it up at a dispensary and you were limited to that dispensary selection, um, Budsy, we sell just like a dispensary. So, we buy from manufacturers, cultivators, stock that in our own warehouse, have the full selection, and we're selling to you. So, you know, just to kind of pull back the curtains, our profit margins and, and our way of, of operating we profit from the sale just like a dispensary. Okay. So we, we get that markup, which allows us to then, through Budzy sell at the same prices, if not less than a dispensary, because we can move greater volumes, things like that. We actually have a larger service area. For example, Dreamer, you're probably not going to drive. Unfortunately, we, we wish you would. But most people aren't going to drive now from East Longmeadow to Southampton and pass 10 dispensaries Right, way. right. Maybe if, you will if we have, yeah. you know, for, for a variety of reasons. But chances are that's, that's not where the bulk of our customers are. Where Budsy can now serve the entire state out of this location, so that opens some doors. But to- and,
1: and and as a user, uh, you know, I've mapped out you know things like on my way home, like which one is closer to me, <laughs> you know, in my area where I can stop and pick up a you know a joint or an edible or something before I get to my house. Uh, you know, so it or it depends on where you are. You know, if I'm leaving work or if I'm leaving, if I'm coming from the other part of the state, you kind of map out going, oh, I can stop at this one, I can stop at this one, but you eliminate that. You eliminate that whole process where you can just order it online and somebody will show up
0: at your door with it. Yeah, the only limitation is does your town allow it? So, essentially, uh, like currently, I believe West Springfield is still not allowing it. So, we can't deliver there. They're
1: not allowing any cannabis delivery from any company, even the ones that they host in their own town.
0: I could be wrong about this because yeah. it changes You know, fairly.
1: Yeah, it's it's okay if you it, don't know it, you the know, answer to that. I'm just trying to you know, well, map out. Well, it's somewhat it fluid.
0: From, towns are changing their regs right. all the time. But previously, West Springfield was not allowing cannabis at all. So the towns essentially have two options. You can opt out of cannabis altogether, of which we can't deliver there. We couldn't mm-hmm. open a delivery company we can't deliver. You can also just opt out of dispensaries. Um, and allow delivery, which not many towns yet have put that amount of thought into it. Um, it may happen. For example, South Hadley um, is somewhere that we would be interested in advocating for delivery uh, that currently doesn't allow dispensaries, cultivation, manufacturing. Right. But we don't see the harm in saying, "Can you allow delivery?" You're not going to have lines out the door. You won't have storefronts. You're going to have an unmarked vehicle in your town, and I think there's a an argument to be made that you are actually. It's beneficial because now that person isn't driving on the road, you know, to go get this. You don't run the risk of them firing up a joint in between. Right. Uh, You know, it's showing up at their door in a discreet manner. So I think towns are going to be open to that where they might not have been open to a dispenser.
1: Well, I live in Huntington. Do you deliver to Huntington?
0: Currently, we do, and I live in Huntington as well. So.
1: Oh, wow. So, the, yeah, I think it's a requirement that you have to smoke marijuana in order to be a resident of that.
0: Yeah, 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 it might seem that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's,
1: because, you, know, you, you know, a lot of people up in those hills up there, they, they like to grow their own and, uh, you know, pass it out. But I would rather have it delivered to me instead of going out, you know, on a— on a Saturday afternoon or something like that. It's like, it's, it's a 20-minute drive at least to a dispensary from 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 Huntington. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you go to Southampton, you go to Dreamer. I mean, not that I wouldn't want to go to Dreamer. I'm just saying, I don't want to go on a Saturday afternoon, but I can have it delivered right to my house. How long is the process from the time I place an order versus the time I get it to my door?
0: Well, um, so, again, circling back to your question of how they get it. So we yeah. have currently, you can go to com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll see our marketplace there. You'll see there's a pretty huge selection of not only cannabis, but even non cannabis. You can order bongs and pipes and mm-hmm. anything down to a lighter, rolling papers, whatever you need, uh, right on there. All
1: the supplies.
0: Everything. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, we also have an app in the Apple Store. Yeah. Um, Apple, right around the time we were about three quarters away done with building the software, started to allow cannabis. So you can go right in, into your App Store and, uh, and get the Budsy app and download that. Uh, unfortunately, Google is not allowing cannabis yet. So you can't get us in the Google Play Store right now. We have an app, but it just directs you back to the website currently.
1: Google's not allowing it because of too many laws in place? Is that how it works? I mean, uh, obviously Apple has no problem uh, with doing that.
0: I think it's a lot of the politics because yeah. it's federally illegal. Um, that is a, is a major deterrent. That's you know, kind of, again, a whole <laughs> other topic. It makes advertising difficult. Same reason we can't be on your traditional airwaves true
1: right you can't do the whole radio thing because of the fcc Uh, you can be on a podcast which is on the internet which is not regulated by the fcc which is why you're here today because you know how are you going to get the word out about a place if you don't have the means to do it traditionally tv stations radio stations things like
0: that correct i mean that's the biggest hurdle we have you know i think when people use budgie you go on the website it's as simple as filling your cart Uh, We have a $70 order minimum. That's it. There's no fees. You pay the same amount, if not less, than you will in in dispensaries. Mm -hmm. I think if you go on our website today and currently look at our pricing versus the majority of dispensaries, you'll find we're below a lot of them. Okay. Um, You have a $70 minimum, and that's for everybody and every delivery method.
1: $70 minimum. Delivery fee included in there?
0: There is no delivery fee. What about tip? Uh, We do not encourage tipping. I mean, if that's something somebody wants to do, but there's no option online, it's it's not. It's You know, we look at this very similar. I know it's kind of cliche, but to like Amazon, you don't tip yeah. your Amazon driver. Um, certainly, if somebody has the you know, inclination to do so, we don't say, no, We you can't accept that. But that's not expected. We pay our drivers and all of our staff a good wage, um, and they're out there just providing a service. And the, the biggest challenge we have is educating people, because, um, you know, like you say, it is difficult to get the word out. but. The convenience, I think, that we offer for you know, cannabis to your house is just a matter of educating people. Currently, we're offering three different delivery methods, um, and it kind of depends on what zip code you're in. So we have Express if you're in about a 10-mile radius, and you can verify this by just going on the website, putting in your zip code, and it'll tell you if it's allowed. Um, but if you're close to East Hampton, where our base is, within 10 miles or so, a town around there. So I believe even Huntington's on there for Express. I'd have to double check. But certainly East Hampton, Northampton, Hampton, South Hampton, uh, Hoyoke, all of those towns we uh, will get you cannabis in two hours or less.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: And that's up to 7 p.m. is the last order currently. So if it's 645 on a Saturday night, you're sitting around yeah. the fire with your friends and you get a, hey, let's get some. We'll have it to you. Chances are in an hour. Um,
1: so I, I I can't be at 10:45 uh, at night and say hey you know what uh, I ran out all the good stuff I need more good stuff I need to call up
0: <laughs> call up Budzy for delivery the CCC yeah. kind of like the town uh, which towns are allowing cannabis they mm-hmm. they give you the flex they give the towns the power to alter alter the hours so the CCC says by right it's 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. delivery right but the towns have the option to go ahead and alter that for example East Hampton was great to work with, and our last delivery could technically leave our warehouse at 11 p.m. We could almost deliver all night long. Uh East Stampton's demand isn't there yet to to allow us to to do that, but eventually we could increase just East Stampton's hours or certain towns to later.
1: I think it's a great idea, not only because of the convenience factor to it, but if you're you know, arguing with somebody who is is saying that well, marijuana you know marijuana use just like any other kind of substance use, uh, you get in a car, you get drive, get behind the wheel after after smoking some, that's obviously going to cause uh, could cause so, uh, some severe accidents. People are worried about you know uh, dri- impaired while driving under the influence of things like that. That eliminates that all because you now have somebody who's qualified somebody who's certified in order to deliver this thing right to your house you're eliminating the fact of somebody you know oh, hey, I ran out of weed uh, I'm still high but I'm gonna go to the dispensary anyway you're 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 taking that away and you're you're making it safer if you will I mean that's the way I see it
0: yeah we agree I mean especially yeah. because at this point there, there still isn't social consumption for cannabis so it's not like you have the folks going to the bars and drinking alcohol and that's probably right. a, a the vast majority or a good majority of the way people are consuming is socially um, out of their home, I would say. A, right. A lot of it. Whereas with cannabis, what you're seeing is the majority of this is being consumed at home or, you know, in, uh-huh. in that type of environment with friends or whatnot. You're not, you can't go into a bar and, 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 for the most part, you know, I guess nothing stops you from popping an edible, but you're not firing up a joint in your local bar. Right. Um, so having home delivery, like you say, that does take that piece out of driving to the dispensary and, and possibly consuming on your way.
1: And, mean, and and the other thing about, you know, kind of opening up sales a little bit more to uh, people who wouldn't normally have access uh, to going to a dispensary, you've got people who are you know, medically, who use uh, marijuana medically that can't leave their home, uh, you know, don't have the ability to just, you know, say, hey, I'm going to go out on this on a Saturday afternoon and I'm going to stop by one of the dispensaries and I'll pick up some stuff for me. Some people don't have that option to do that. They have a caregiver that goes along with their thing, and maybe the caregiver's not available, but in this case, you'd be able to just put an online order in, and two hours later, bam, it shows up at your door.
0: Yeah, I was very surprised, well, at how many folks reached out to us and to say, you know, wow, this is amazing, uh, who were elderly or in wheelchairs. We have, I mean, since day one, we've opened, I believe, late April. We've pretty much had the same group of customers. And Mm -hmm. so many of them, you know, we kind of get to know even just through seeing their addresses pop up or they'll email us and say thank you. But there's a couple folks in particular that are wheelchair-bound. And, um, you know, so not only do we have the express option in two hours, we also offer what they call a same day. Mm -hmm. So, again, up to 7 p.m., you could go on there at 9 a.m., say, I want an order between 5 and 7, and we'll get it to you. Um, And that radius is much larger. That radius is the better part of western mass yeah and then our third option is scheduled which we let you go out two days uh and i'm sorry two weeks in advance to say i want it you know next thursday at uh 7 to 9 p.m that's when i get home and, and that's pretty and that. cool yeah and so yeah. what we're seeing with some of you know an elderly folks or or folks that are you know handicapped something along those lines that, mm-hmm. that aren't able to drive they're scheduling it when they may have a caregiver there to to assist them right and and you know getting the the order or they live up on a you know five story building and so they can get it when somebody's there to help them receive it and schedule that ahead and pick that two hour window so you know for the for the elderly or, or folks that are immobile things like that it's it's yeah. really been a a, a big difference the,
1: the 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 idea of curbside pickup probably. I'm guessing that came around when, when COVID hit, right? Correct. That was more of a – we were allowed – regulations were changed and dispensaries were allowed to do curbside pickup. There's regulations within that, too. You can't have you, – you have to be – everybody in the car has to be a 21 years of age or older, right? Correct.
0: Yeah, when that's you're my understanding. It
1: so goes. if, uh, you know, uh, I got the kids with me, I can't uh, put in an order at a dispensary and then go pick up the order, they're not going to give it to you, Right.
0: Correct. I mean, again, you could have, you know, your, your children could be home and you can answer the door and it comes in a child-resistant bag and all the packaging is child-resistant mm-hmm. and you have as, discrete delivery.
1: As long as the adult is there with the, uh, you have to show your ID. I would imagine, when you get to the door,
0: right? Correct. So yeah. the Budsy se- site is set up. Again, we we wanted to make this as easy as possible because mm-hmm. what we were finding with the courier models when we went and did some test orders is that it was really it's not very user-friendly. It took a while to get your ID verified. Some people took days to set up your account. They were manually uh, verifying your ID. The windows of time that you were getting it was huge. It'd be four or five hours of, of time mm-hmm. that, uh, that you'd have to stay home and wait for this for. Um, so when we built Budzy, we ended up building our own software for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made this so that once you establish your account by verifying your ID and putting your name and address, you just log in again. Everything's there. And it's, then it's literal. You even have the choice, if you like the same thing, to so just pick your – your just to reorder, uh, you know, just like you do on Amazon. You just say, oh, I want my past order again. All right. So what you're saying so, is I
1: go online, I sign up, I put my medical card in, the number and all that stuff. don't even need a
0: medical card. We're REC.
1: Oh, you're just REC. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So you, you go in, you just put it, your information in there, your driver's license number and all that stuff, and then uh, you're in the system.
0: You're in, and then you just, you know, you can save it to your phone or computer if you want, your username and password, and then when we go, we visually look at your ID to make sure it's the same one in our system, and we Mm -hmm. look at, obviously, confirm it's you, and that's it, so the transaction at the door is, you know, takes a couple minutes, Um, you can pay with your debit card at the door, you can pay with cash, Yeah, and, um, you know, it's, it's very discreet, the cars are unmarked, and, you know, it's nobody doesn't draw attention to you whatsoever.
1: Uh, I know, uh, you, you know you're not trying to badmouth the lawmakers or whoever, but don't you find it kind of ironic that I can't go to a dispensary and have somebody deliver weed to my car if i got two kids in there, but I can take those two kids and walk into a liquor store and buy a 30-pack of Natty Light and, uh, <laughs> you know, a bottle of Fleischman's whiskey and put that in the car with it too. Do you find that kind of frustrating, the way the laws
0: are, are written? Um, again, you know, we, we, we walk a, a thin line, but I would say uh-huh. that there's a lot in the regulations that just do make you scratch your head to say, well, you legalize cannabis, but yet it's treated in this way that it's still.
1: Yeah. And and I'm not asking you to, you know, badmouth people, but no, I, no. I think, I think what, what has happened is now that we're finally, you know, have finally legalized, uh, this wonderful drug, by the way, uh, now that we finally have legalized that there's still that stigma that goes along with it Mm -hmm. Uh, that that, this is you know that those old posters from the 50 where it's going to turn you into a a devil person if you if you have some of the devil's lettuce on you uh, that night we're still there's a lot of that i think especially with policy making that has stuck with with that and saying okay well if we're going to do this, we're going to make this legal we got to come up with all these uh, different ways to make sure that it doesn't get in the hands of kids and you know all this other stuff so I think there's still some of that there. If do you agree with that or not?
0: A hundred percent. I mean it's yeah. still, you know, again, <laughs> kind of treated with some sort of a stigma and you know, the regulations I, I think to, to the state's credit in a lot of ways, to my understanding and, and knowledge, we've never found another state that offers this MDO type license. We believe that Budsy was actually the first in the country to offer a direct to consumer uh, cannabis delivery company. That hasn't been out there. Everyone else of the other states are using that courier model. So, you know, that's been um, something that we definitely give the state credit for. But at the same time, when we look at some of the regs, they do make it very difficult to, A, uh, you know, make it a profitable business model, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Just you have two drivers. I mean, the, the hoops you have to jump through, the paperwork for every delivery is pretty intense. So it's a very, very labor-intensive process. But, B, the regulations make it outrageously difficult to get the word out you know and that's part of why we're we're here and all these little ways of just educating people it's trying to to teach people that there's an easier way a more convenient way and try it we feel like you like it i think they hear delivery and they've either had a bad experience with you know through a courier model it's been clunky or most people i would say 99 percent of people we talk to about this have this kind of puzzled look on their face like what you you can do that. Wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Just they, they really don't understand. Well, we,
1: before you and I, we, you and I had a phone conversation a couple of weeks ago, and I, I was surprised to to know that there was this kind of uh, operation uh, was allowed. Uh,
0: and but here you are doing it. Yeah, and, and you know, we can't advertise on Facebook. If you get too many followers, they'll pull you. You can't boost a post. We can't put really anything on Instagram. <laughs> so crazy. We, we can't you know, we if we're gonna be somewhere we have to be sure that eighty five percent of the audience or more is twenty one or over. Um, and then even if you do hit certain areas, they won't take your money. You know, there's there's larger companies, mm-hmm. um, you know, much like, like here at yeah, Rock One oh two, you're gonna have issues with federal or whatnot where they won't let you Take your money, you know. But at the same time, I guess it's frustrating for us. I can sit at night with you know my daughter and watch TV and watch countless pharmaceutical ads.
1: Yeah, you know, pushing yeah, right. different you drugs push for into, this and know, that and the other thing. Right,
0: and, and so you, you scratch your head a little bit and say, you know, where's where's kind of the the logic in this? Or you know, you see every every corner there's a different ad for beer or whatnot or things like that. Or liquor stores can clearly show beer. I mean, we can't show our products in windows. I mean, it's just it's a long list of. Of hurdles hurdles
1: but also i i would think it's uh you know kind of being hypocritical in a way that you're that you allow all these other things but then again if you think about to the history of how you know alcohol and 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 all mm-hmm. those things have came to be there were a lot of regulations along the way in order for them to be able to do the, the, the type of advertising they do i know you can't isn't it like hard liquor can't be advertised on television i think is one of the things. Like, think you can have a Johnny. You can have it in a magazine, but you can't have it a Johnny Walker ad uh, on television. If I'm, I think I don't think I've ever seen a, a hard liquor
0: TV commercial. Yeah, you may be right. Now that I think of it, you, you know, know maybe so on the internet
1: now, but, there's probably right. there might be things on like YouTube and stuff like that. But for the most part, I don't think you can have like hard liquor ads. But but, but the point being is that you know, over time, things might lighten up a little bit.
0: I think it will you know but budsy either fortunately or unfortunately is really kind of blazing a trail for home delivery it hasn't been done um like this Mm -hmm. you know like i said the ways that it was done i think just wasn't attractive to the consumer but you never had the opportunity to have an app on your iphone or to just have a website that you can go to and get it either same day or a couple hours no fees you know super easy setup and a huge selection um it's not like you're just buying from, say, one dispensary that's yeah. brand-specific, a vertically integrated operator that's pushing their brands. Uh, we carry everything. I mean, hundreds of SKUs of, of different products. So
1: I'm going to try it tonight. I'm going to sign up and, uh, and, and uh, see what's going on and uh, experience that delivery service to my house.
0: Yeah, head. I think you'll like it. You know, Also, yeah. we have SUVs um, specifically for New England. So on a day mm-hmm. like today where you don't want to go out, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't want to go out in this muck out there today, even though I have to drive home in it. I'd rather
1: have somebody bring me my stuff at my house.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's been encouraging, and yeah. admittedly, the Budsy growth is far slower than we like. When, when we built this, we thought that the biggest hurdle was going to be the logistics and things. So we spent a massive amount of time and energy and money um, into making sure that Budsy could grow to eventually the whole state, quite honestly. Um through the scheduled delivery yeah. option. There's nothing stopping us from sending a car out in the morning with orders that were placed yesterday to Boston all day. Um, that growth is just much slower than we anticipated because it's so hard to get the word out. But what's been encouraging is um, you know, we developed quite a few followers and, and customers of Budsy in the beginning when we had a lot of press. Right. Um, I would say almost every one of those is still a customer now and orders Pretty consistently, I can oh. look at the the app and look at today's orders and see that I have those same people are ordering every Thursday, you know, or every other week, or things like that. And um, so, you know, that's encouraging that they're having a great experience. And once they try it, kind of a customer for life. It's G- just getting people to.
1: That's pretty cool. What's the farthest you've been uh, for delivery in the
0: in the state? Um, we'll go. We're, we're starting to break into Worcester County. We have some areas out there. Um, and then we do most of uh, Berkshire County, but primarily we're serving right now Hampshire, Hamden, Franklin. But if you're into that, you know we've we'll go to Pittsfield through scheduled delivery. It's just yeah. we're not doing um, same day or express, express that right. far out. But you'll find that if you're looking for scheduled, you can hit most of uh, most of Berkshire County. And uh, part of Worcester County, we're just creeping over to Worcester now.
1: Uh, great idea, man. This is—I th- I think this is uh, this is something that uh, we've definitely needed around here. W- uh, again, with all these dispensaries that go up all the time, it's like uh, too many choices to to, to, to to drive to one from f- one to another. You're making it easy for everybody by just having it all in one place. You can just call up. Or put it on. You don't call up. You know, online order only, right? For these online. Things? I mean, we always yeah.
0: have someone in the office. So yeah. if you have an issue or you're having problems with your ID, I mean, you can give us a call. The the numbers all over the place, and you know, a yeah. live person will answer your phone. That's in the warehouse or and help you through that process. But yeah, it's typically it's just online. It's it's just easier that way. If you have yeah. questions about products, you can yeah. call us and speak with them.
1: Yeah. If you if it if I'll tell you. This is how you're gonna know it's me uh, making the order because like half an hour before you get there, I'm going to call, hey, can you stop at uh, the White Hut and pick me up some hot dogs and some French fries and uh, you know burgers or anything like that? I mean, if you're out, have you thought about integrating food into it too? Uh, You know, we would love to do
0: those things, but unfortunately, it all ties back to the regs, that there's no stopping, um, there's no altering your routes, things like that when you have product in the car. In fact, our drivers can't even really take lunch if there's product. Somebody always has to be in that car, so... You know, that's the thing. It goes back to what you were saying. Yeah. You know, the regulations um, certainly. You know, kind of kudos to the state for adopting this model. I just think it needs a little more evolution to to really make it. A financially viable and sustainable model for operators like ourselves true uh, you know I'm sure it'll get there but uh, we're, we're really excited to be you know kind of on the forefront of, of this new model
1: I'm telling you you know you you get uh, all of a sudden one of your drivers dr- accidentally drops the cart of a pizza place behind them as they walk out walk <laughs> away from the door and you're like oh okay you know we could make this a lucrative business for you there but, you go yeah. but I but but I'm it's all in jokey I, I know you guys are on the up and up and I, I think this is a a great uh, a great business venture uh, for anyone and uh, it's it's convenient for the for the cannabis user I, I think that's that's the biggest thing that uh, for me is the convenience of it not having to go out and go shopping who wants to go out and go shopping anymore
0: uh, that's what it's built behind you know yeah. you see the success of delivery companies Amazon and you know postmates and all these different things I mean it's really built by I, I feel people now go on their Amazon app you need batteries they still don't even go to the convenience store they'd rather right. just you know Hop on there and order it and maybe it's fifty cents more, but I think people like this convenience of everything they need just showing up. And uh, cannabis was never like that and now it is. So it's it's literally just re educating the consumer about the ease and the fact that there is no fee, the minimum is so low. Yeah. You know, we we don't want it to be something that you have to spend three hundred dollars or there's a fifty dollar delivery fee. It's You
1: know, that's the thing that you were talking about with the having the middleman, having the courier, the service. That's the problem. You're you're paying the extra fees. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, you know what? Why don't I just get in the car and go to the place and get it myself, you know, because it was it's going to cut out that that major fee. But everything is included in this delivery. It's not an astronomical amount of money that you're that you're spending. It's it's the prices that you probably pay in the the dispensary themselves. Right.
0: It is. And like I said, a lot of cases it's it's even less depending where you're going. You know, certain ones, I think, but you're definitely going to find the the, price, uh, the pricing is uh, competitive and the selection is, is pretty huge. You, we oh. have a variety of, of uh, manufacturers, cultivators, some of which are even local dispensaries. You know, you can get a lot of local products um, that you'd find at your dispensary on the corner.
1: How did, you, how did you get into this business to begin with, to even want to be anywhere near uh, owning a dispensary?
0: Um. Well, unfortunately, I, I shouldn't be left with too much time on my hands because then you know my mind starts going and I I, I get bored easy. Yeah. And so COVID hit, and um, my partner Vulcan actually called and said, "Hey, um, you know, I'm looking to build some dispensaries because my main business is a is Five Star Building Corp, we're a commercial construction company. Uh-huh. So, and at the time, most of our projects were were much larger than say building out a dispensary or something like that. But COVID really sh- basically shut us down in the course of two three weeks. We lost so many projects because we were doing a lot of aviation work. So it just squashed. So he called, and normally we might have, you know, said, "Ah, that's, uh, we're probably not the best fit for that. But uh, long story short, we met and really kind of, clicked, and uh, then we invested in the dispensaries together, and then one thing led to another, manufacturing. And, and then boom, you're the dominoes of th- wheat now. <laughs> one thing yeah. led to another, and there's delivery, and yeah. now we look at each other and just shake our heads and say, what happened? You That's know? pretty awesome. <laughs> so, uh,
1: Kevin Perrier from uh, Budzee, tell us how we can uh, we can get uh, the app, You go on the App Store, right? Yeah.
0: Like I said, unfortunately, right now, it's just Apple. So if you have an mm-hmm. Apple phone, you can go on the, the App Store and just search Budzie, Budzee, B-U-D-Z-E-E, and uh, it'll come right up, or you go to budzee.com.
1: Same way to spell b u d z e ecom and uh, you can sign up and uh, get that express uh, delivery
0: if you're in those towns that do it. Otherwise, you can get the scheduled delivery same day. Yeah. Otherwise, worst case, you can you can get it uh, later on today.
1: Uh, Kevin Perry from Budzy, thanks so much for uh, for coming on the uh, Nagel mind your business podcast uh, we appreciate the time today and uh, good luck with the business I think it's a, I think it's a great thing no oh, thank you thank you for having me all right thanks so much it's uh Nagle Mind your business rock 102.